What is going on, everybody? It's your boy Nightmare K Hawk back at it again with another podcast. Hey, ladies and gentlemen, boy oh boy, has college football been good the last couple weeks, especially last week? We saw a lot of the top 25 teams play. Man, Alabama had a scare against Florida, man. You know, Oklahoma, Nebraska, you know, Oklahoma survived by seven. They don't look the same team. You know, Oregon beat the crap out of Stony Brook. Iowa destroyed Kent State. Clemson. I mean, ladies and gentlemen, what can we say about Clemson? Their offense looks crappy. Cincinnati proves again that they belong, you know, in the top five. They have proved again. But everybody knows they're watching the game when they play against Notre Dame. Ohio State doesn't look the same. I mean, Penn State. Auburn was a great matchup. I mean, all these games. I'm going to go over the top 25, guys. The rankings and everything. Definitely going to make NFL. We're definitely going to go over the NFL. Week 2 matchups. We're going to predict and do some pickups for the NFL and college for week 3 and week 4. I'm going to give you a little tidbit about Amsterdam, New York, where I live at. And then I'm going to give you my final comments and concerns about everything that's going on in the United States. Bye, guys. Nightmare K-Hawk, Nightmare Gaming, and more kicks off right now. Anyways, guys, week three of the college football season was an amazing time. I do see chaos coming down the road, but let's just start off with the Alabama-Florida game. Listen, I was very impressed with how Florida played against Alabama in the Swamp on Saturday. I thought Alabama got exposed a little bit. Uh, Florida... Kept fighting, even though Alabama was beating the crap out of them at halftime. Florida kept fighting. They had an opportunity at the end to get field goal range. They weren't able to do it. But I think Alabama got exposed. Now, we're going to see how Alabama continues moving forward. But it was a great test for the number one team. It was also a great test for Florida as well. I mean, the this Florida team is something special, man. They are going to be a threat in the freaking SEC East. I mean, I know a lot of people want to crown Georgia already, but I don't think it's Georgia's freaking division to win. Not just yet. We got to see how Florida's going to bounce back from this Alabama loss. They only lost by two. It was 31-29, but it was a great game. If you haven't seen the game, definitely go on YouTube. Rewatch the game. Fantastic second half by Florida. I was very impressed. Let me know what you college football fans out there think of the Florida-Alabama game. I really was impressed by that game. Shout-outs to Florida and freaking, uh, I think his name is Mullen. Yeah, I think Mullen is the head coach. But, yeah, so shout-outs to Florida, man. They played a hell of a game. Let's move on. As we saw, Georgia destroy South Carolina. I mean, did we expect anything else? Georgia was like the best team in the country right now, in my opinion. Uh, my opinion, I think Georgia probably should be the number one team in the country, especially after Saturday, uh, Alabama's close encounter with Florida. I think Georgia should be the number one team in the country right now, but that's just my opinion. Let me know what you guys think. Nebraska, Oklahoma, I mean, did we expect Oklahoma to lose? No. Uh, Nebraska played a good game. Oklahoma beat them 23-16. They do not look like the high-powering offense that we're used to and scoring a lot of points. It looks like their defense is a piece of crap. Um, look at that game against Tulane. They look like trash. Then last week they played some garbage team, blew them out. Then they played Nebraska uh, just this past weekend. Uh, they had a great 
DJ Graham interception, which was fantastic. Some you'll see out of a Madden video game. But, I mean, Oklahoma really doesn't look strong. They look kind of weak. They look vulnerable. I think Tulane exposed them, as my friend KBJ mentioned me a few weeks ago. Looks like Tulane exposed them. So, it's going to be very interesting to see how Oklahoma runs the rest of the Big 12. I think Texas is going to upset them this year. I really do. Or somebody in the Big 12 is going to upset Oklahoma this year. I just got a bad feeling about Oklahoma. I don't think they're going to make it to the college football playoff. But we'll keep our eye on Oklahoma and the Sooners. But I think Texas gets them this year, guys. Moving on, Oregon beat Stony Brook 48-7. I mean, that was going to be a blowout regardless. We all knew that. Thank goodness Oregon covered the spread. Iowa played Kent State. For a while, it looked like Iowa was sleepwalking. Then they just poured it on Kent State. I mean, Iowa looks pretty good right now. I do think Iowa will lose a game or two here in the Big Ten. They got some tough games coming up. You know, they got Penn State. I think they play Ohio State this year. You know, they got some tough games. But we'll see, man. The Hawkeyes, keep an eye on, on Kurt Fairs and those Hawkeyes, man. They look good. I'm glad they shut up Iowa State and their overhyped ass. But Iowa's number five in the country, guys. So let's see how far Iowa can go. Next up, Clemson, Georgia Tech. Uh, Georgia Tech looks absolutely terrible. They look abysmal. They barely beat Georgia Tech by six points on Saturday. I don't know what the hell has happened to Clemson's offense. Their offense is completely trashed without Trevor Lawrence. Didn't think this would happen. I mean, you have a five-star quarterback replacing a five-star quarterback. This is unacceptable. Dabble Sweeney needs to get into his offensive coordinator's face and wonder what the hell is going on with his offense. What the hell is going on with Clemson? They look like shit. And... For me personally, if I'm a Clemson fan, I am nervous right now because luckily no one in the ACC can really much challenge you. I mean, are you going to really think Maryland's going to challenge you or, you know, North Carolina? I doubt it. But, you know, Clemson, I think it's going to lose a game. I think Clemson will not be in the Final Four this year, ladies and gentlemen. That's just my prediction. I don't think Clemson's a good team. I think they are a piece of shit. I think they are in the top 10 because of hype, uh, because of Trevor Lawrence, even though he's in the NFL right now. But I don't think Clemson is going to make the Final Four. I really don't. And that's good for college football. We don't need to see Clemson in the Final Four again. Texas A&M destroyed uh, New Mexico. Not surprised there. Cincinnati-Indiana was a great game. If you didn't get to see the game, please go on YouTube, check it out. Beautiful game. It was a great noon kickoff. Again, I'm on the East Coast. I'm in New York now. But... A beautiful game. I had a great time watching it. Cincinnati proved once again, ladies and gentlemen, to me that they are a team to be reckoned with. And I'm telling you, if Clemson or Alabama loses, especially Clemson, I think Cincinnati is going to jump to the top five. I think they could possibly make the final four if they can run the table. But if Cincinnati can run the table, win their American Athletic Conference undefeated, I think Cincinnati will be in the Final Four, guys, and we possibly could see a little guy finally win a national championship. I know that's far. I know we still have a long season to go with college football, but I think the Bearcats are a threat to the big boys in the Final Four. But we'll see what happens, man. They do have that road game against Notre Dame, but I was very impressed with Cincinnati's poise and fighting Indiana. Indiana had a hell of a run, but they look like shit. 
I knew they were overrated to begin with in the preseason poll. I knew they were fucking way overrated. I will prove that. Kick their ass. Freaking, they got a game because they played an FCS team. Now they lose to Cincinnati. And I told y'all, Indiana is not as good as y'all thought they were. They is who we thought they were. Period, man. Fuck out of here, Hoosiers. Sorry ass team. Yeah, one good season. Everybody, it was during the COVID year. Everybody thought Indiana was some darling team. Hell no. That was a once in a lifetime thing. Better stop that bullshit. So next up, we had Ohio State beat Tulsa. Ohio State destroyed Tulsa. That a surprise, no. Tulsa and Ohio State were battling back and forth. I kind of took a peek at that game. It's kind of uh, pretty even at halftime. But Ohio State's offense finally got a roll in. Took care of Tulsa. Tulsa's 0-3. They look like crap. Tulsa might only win one or two games this season, to be honest. They look terrible. They lost to UCF Davis. I mean, they haven't been the same since. They haven't been the same since they got in that huge fight last year in that bowl game against Mississippi State. I don't know what the hell has happened to Tulsa, but they look like trash. Auburn-Penn State was a great matchup. I didn't watch it. I, I, I don't care for Nittany Lions football, nor do I care for Auburn football, um, except when they play Alabama. The last week of the season, I'm always rooting for the War Eagle to beat Alabama because I don't like the Crimson Tide at all. But... And I'm an Arizona State guy. You're probably wondering what the hell does Arizona State have to do with Alabama and Auburn, the, the freaking Iron Bowl. But I always cheer for Iron Bowl. Some of my uh, favorite players have come out of Auburn. So I'm proud of Penn State. They look good. They're 3-0. They beat Auburn. Auburn was a fraud. We all knew that. Um, I think Auburn wins maybe seven, eight games this season, if that. Um, I do think they'll get a bowl game, but... Auburn, to me, is one-dimensional. They have no freaking passing game. They only have a running back. Uh, Penn State, they look pretty good. They look pretty dominant. But we have to see um, how Penn State will carry the rest of the year. There is rumors that James Franklin may be going to USC. But by, you know, by the news, you know, I mean, sell the, sell the news by the rumors. So it's possible that we be seeing James Franklin coaching Penn State for the final year. Maybe. We'll see. But for right now, he said pretty at number 10. We'll definitely go over the college football rankings this week. And I'll give you my ins and outs. What I think the ranking is good or not or the rank too high. Moving on, Notre Dame-Purdue was a good game until Notre Dame broke that huge run to go up 27-13. Purdue never recovered. But I think the game of the week, guys, ladies and gentlemen, was to me of the week. It was Fresno State-UCLA. I mean, shout-outs to Fresno State, man. I mean, Jake Hayer for Fresno State, man. Guy went 39-53, 455 yards, two touchdowns. I mean, the dude had bruised fucking ribs, man. I mean, what can you say about this Fresno team, man? They have heart. They have guts. They have will. I mean, they have beaten UCLA four straight times. I mean, everybody thought UCLA being 2-0 after beating LSU. They were the champs of the Pac-12 South. Nah, Fresno State slapped freaking UCLA back to reality and woke him up and said, listen here, you punk bitches. Y'all don't run shit here, okay? Y'all got to prove it on the field. Stop living in the matrix. And boy, Fresno State, man, they played a hell of a game. I know my boy KBJ was crying that night, you know, sad on his pillow, you know, hurt because he got upset and I called it. I said, 
his team would get upset it, and I was 100% correct. I already knew it. But Fresno, man, shout-outs to Fresno. They're 3-1. and one. They're now in the top 25. Iowa State destroyed UNLV. Not a surprise there. But West Virginia or Virginia Tech, I mean, what can you say about the Mountaineers? They're 2-0 and at home. They beat Virginia Tech. They knocked off the Hokies. Oh, the Hokies don't look as strong anymore. Coastal Carolina-Buffalo was a fantastic game. Haven't seen it? Go watch YouTube. Great game. Fantastic matchup. I didn't watch any of the game, but I saw highlights, and that game was absolutely a freaking punching match back and forth, a boxing match back and forth. I'm glad Coastal Carolina won. Buffalo got to clean up their act a little bit, but I think Buffalo will uh, compete in the MAC, and I think they'll be probably in the MAC championship again. Tulane, Ole Miss. I mean, Ole Miss destroyed Tulane. I mean, Tulane looked like a totally different team playing Ole Miss. They did not look like the same team that played Oklahoma. I mean, Ole Miss put up 61 points, just destroyed Tulane. I mean, blew them off the field. Tulane didn't belong on the same field as Ole Miss. Uh, I mean, Matt Corral, three touchdowns, 355 yards. I mean, Matt Corral could be a Heisman dark horse. Keep your eyes on Matt Corral and Ole Miss. I don't think Ole Miss will win enough games for Matt Corral to win the Heisman, but I think Matt Corral will put up enough numbers that he should be in New York, but we'll see what happens. Arizona State, BYU, I mean, we got cheated. We lost 27-17. It was an absolute debacle. Too many penalties. I mean, fumbles, dumb penalties, bad turnovers. Just, we play like shit again, man. And if we can pick, if ASU continues to play like garbage, listen, we're not going to make the Pac-12 title game again. I mean, yeah, Herm Edwards did take responsibility for the way we played at BYU. But, I mean, that game was just ugly, man. I mean, Arizona State, we played good, but we, we keep beating ourselves, man. Penalties, dumb situations, turnovers, overthrowing wide-open receivers. It's just a debacle right now. And Herm Edwards has got to turn this thing around, man. Yes, we are 2-1-1. Yes, we were ranked 19th in the country, but no longer because we got upset by an unranked BYU team on the road. We do play Colorado this weekend, so... This is a chance for ASU to clean up their act at home. This is a big game. It's on ESPNU. It's like, I think, at 10.15 or a 10.30 or a 10 o'clock kickoff Eastern Standard Time. So it is what it is. I'll be watching. Uh, spouse, I don't know if she'll be watching, but she'll try to watch. She'll probably fall asleep like she did last time. Uh, Arkansas, Georgia Southern. I mean, Arkansas looks good. They're 3-0. I mean, shout out to the Razorbacks, man. They're looking good, looking fantastic. I mean, my dad has to be proud of his hometown team, the Arkansas Razorbacks. So, I mean, I don't. I think this is probably as far as the Razorbacks go. Uh, I don't know if the Razorbacks will make a bowl game, but it's good to see the Razorbacks back in the top 25 for the first time in a long time. So, shout out to the Razorbacks. They're looking good. Virginia, North Carolina, I mean... I don't know what to make of this game. It was high-scoring offense. Uh, really no defense in this game. I mean, North Carolina did win 59-39 by 20. Michigan State, it's good to see the Spartans back, man. Sparty's back, 3-0. The Michigan State beat Miami 38-17. Miami looks like shit again. Overrated pieces of trash that the Hurricanes have been for a number of years. Yes, they've had a run here and there, but nobody cares. The U is dead. Just just bury the Miami Hurricanes. They've been dead for a long time. 
We're not going to see the Miami Hurricanes in early 2000s, late 1999. That is long and gone. Kids are choosing other programs to dominate in. And Michigan State, it's good to see Sparty back. Again, are they a threat in the Big Ten, of course, along with Penn State and Wisconsin? Uh, against Ohio State, I was a threat as well. So is Michigan. The Wolverines are actually a threat. They beat up on Northern Illinois, 63-10. It's good to see the uh, Michigan Wolverines back as well. So the Big Ten's going to have a huge fight on its hands. Can't wait to see down the stretch who's going to dominate the Big Ten. I don't think Ohio State will win it this year because of the strong teams that are in the Big Ten this year. Iowa, Michigan State, Michigan, Penn State. I mean, there's a lot of good teams in the Big Ten. So we'll see, man, who comes out on top. But let's go on to these top 25. So we had Alabama number one this week. I don't think Alabama should be number one. Georgia, number two. Oregon's number three. Oklahoma's number four. Iowa's number five, Penn State number six, Texas A&M number seven, Cincinnati's number eight. Clemson has fallen all the way to number nine, Ohio State's number 10, Florida's number 11, Notre Dame's 12th. Ole Miss had a huge jump at number to number 13, Iowa State's at 14, BYU jumped up eight spots to number 15, Arkansas is jumped up four spots to number 16, Coastal Carolina dropped a spot to number 17, Wisconsin is... Number 18, Michigan, Michigan Wolverines is number 19. Michigan State is number 20. North Carolina is 21. Fresno is number 22. Auburn is 23. UCLA tumbles 11 spots to number 24. And Kansas State rounds up the top 25. And guys, I don't feel too bad this week. I think Georgia should be the number one team in the country right now. Over Alabama after their dominating performance against South Carolina. I know people are going to say, but nightmare. It's South Carolina. Are you kidding me? Yeah, I understand that. But when you're a top two team, you should dominate a lesser opponent. Alabama, they were the number one team. They played a lesser opponent in Florida. I mean, Florida looks looks damn good. I was very impressed. But come on, man. You're the number one team. You're the Crimson Tide. You're Nick Saban. You're on the road. You're supposed to dominate your opponent. Period. Cut and dry. I don't care what anybody says. I think those two should flip-flop. I think Georgia should be the number one team in the country. I think Alabama should fall to number two. Oregon should stay where they are. I think Iowa's a better team right now than fucking Oklahoma. I think Iowa should be number four. I think Oklahoma should be number five. Matter of fact, I'm going to even go one forward. I think Oklahoma drops two spots. I think Penn State should be number five. And Oklahoma should be number six. Texas A&M should remain where they are. Uh, Cincinnati, they're good where they are right now. Clemson, they're good where they are. Ohio State's good where they are. Florida's good where they are. Notre Dame's good where they are. Um, I would have BYU ahead of Iowa State. Arkansas is good where they are. Coastal Carolina, I would have behind Wisconsin. Right now, Michigan is good at number 19. Uh, Michigan State's good where they're at. Uh, I think Fresno has been a better team in North Carolina at this point. I would put Fresno ahead of North Carolina. I would keep Auburn where they are at 23. I think Kansas State has been more impressive than UCLA. I would put UCLA at number 25, and I would put Kansas State at number 24. But that is just me. Let me know what you guys think of my freaking week four rankings over the AP rankings. Let's go to the scheduling, and we're going to do just the top 25, ladies and gentlemen. For week four, 
You know what? Screw it. I'll do all the games. Marshall at Appalachia State tonight. I'm going to take Appalachia State at home. Friday we have Middle Tennessee at Charlotte. I'm gonna take the Char- I'm gonna take Charlotte. Wake Forest at Virginia also a Friday night kickoff. I'm going to take the I'm going to take the Demon Deacons on the road. Liberty at Syracuse. I'm going to take Liberty on the road. UNLV at Fresno State. I got Fresno State in a blowout. Saturday's matchup, number two, Georgia visits at Vanderbilt. I'm going to take Georgia Bulldogs. Villanova at Penn State. I'm going to take Penn State. Notre Dame at Wisconsin. I think it's going to be a great thing. Great game. I think Wisconsin beats Notre Dame and upsets the Fighting Irish to give them their first L. LSU at Mississippi State. I'm going to take... I'm going to take Mississippi State at home. Missouri at Boston College, even though this is a big game for LSU. It had Ogeron. Missouri at Boston College, I think the the Golden Eagles have been playing fantastic. I'm going to take Boston College at home. Florida National at Central Michigan. Chippewas, I'm going to take Chippewas at home. New Hampshire at Pittsburgh, I'm going to take Pittsburgh. Even though they lost to a sorry Chippewas team last week. Richmond at Virginia Tech. I'm going to take Virginia Tech in a blowout. I'm going to take Minnesota over Bowling Green. I'm going to take Northwestern over Ohio Bobcats. I'm going to take take SMU over TCU. I'm going to take Texas over Texas Tech. I'm going to take Temple over Wagner. I'm going to take Army over Miami, Ohio. I'm going to take Utah State over Boise State. I was very disappointed with their performance against Oklahoma State last week. I'm going to take Miami over Central uh, Connecticut. I'm going to take Coastal Carolina over UMass. I'm going to take San Jose State at Western Michigan. I'm going to take Toledo at Ball State. I'm going to take Toledo over Ball State. I'm going to take Texas State over Eastern Michigan. I'm going to take Maine over Northern Illinois. Yes, I said Maine. I'm taking Maine over Northern Illinois. Washington State at Utah. I think Utah, they did lose their quarterback, Corey Brew. He did leave the program. He's a he's a coward and a pussy. I'm going to take the Washington State Cougars over Utah. Colorado State at Iowa. I'm going to take the Iowa Hawkeyes. Texas A&M at Ar- uh, versus Arkansas. This game is, at, is in uh, Arlington. You know what? I'm going to take Jimbo Fisher. I'm going to take Texas A&M. Clemson at North Carolina State. I think... The Wolfpack upset Clemson and knocked them out of the top 10. I'm going to take Iowa State at Baylor. I don't know how good Baylor is. So I'm going to go with the Cyclones on the road. Rutgers at Michigan. I think Michigan beats the breaks off Rutgers to spoil their undefeated season. I'm going to take Memphis over Texas San Antonio. I'm going to take... Louisville on the road at Florida State. I think Florida State has lost all momentum. I think they... I think Florida State may win two games this year. Illinois at Purdue. I'm going to take Purdue. This is for the bucket. Uh, Kent State at Maryland. I'm going to take the Maryland Terrapins. I think the Maryland Terrapins keep on rolling the 4-0. Wyoming at UConn. I'm going to take Wyoming in a blowout. San San Diego State is going to blow out Towson. Auburn is going to beat the brakes off Georgia State. Kansas at Duke. I think Duke has a fighting spirit, and I think Kansas has a fighting spirit. I'm going to take the Kansas Jayhawks. Arkansas State at Tulsa. I think Arkansas State gets a W against Tulsa. Uh, Golden Flashes. UCLA at Stanford. This is a big game for Chip Kelly. 
This is a big game for Stanford. You know what? I think UCLA is a fraud. I don't think they're for real. I think they got exposed last week against Fresno. I'm going to go with the Stanford Cardinals to upset UCLA and spoil UCLA's opportunity to win the Pac-12 South. Um, they still can win the South, but I think it spoils their chance of getting to get into the playoff. Um, take Buffalo over Old Dominion. I think Buffalo gets on track. I think Eastern Carolina beat Charles Southern. I think Louisiana Raging Cage will beat Georgia Southern. I think Rice will beat Texas Southern. I think Florida will destroy Tennessee. Ooh, Tennessee's walking to a bad, a, a angry Florida Gators team. Uh, Kansas State, Oklahoma State. I think this is going to be a great matchup. I think Oklahoma State pulls off the upset and spoils Kansas State's undefeated season. Kentucky at South Carolina. I'm going to take the Gamecocks over the Wildcats. Louisiana Tech and North North Texas hook it up. I'm going to take Louisiana, Louisiana Tech. Navy at Houston. I'm going to take Houston Cougars. Southern Miss at Alabama. Alabama by 60. West Virginia and Oklahoma I think could be a great shootout. But... I don't think Oklahoma's defense is as great as people think they are. I don't think Oklahoma's as great as people think they are. But I'm going to take the Sooners in a very close game. I think it's a shootout, but I think the Oklahoma Sooners win. Akron at Ohio State, I think it'll be close in the first quarter. I think Ohio State blows them out by 40. North Carolina at uh, versus Georgia Tech. This game is in Atlanta. You know what? Georgia Tech has a defense, so... I don't know about their offense, but I think Georgia Tech can keep this game close for a while. But I think ultimately North Carolina can pull off the win with a late field goal. I'm going with the Tar Heels. Florida Atlantic at Air Force. I'm going with the I'm going with Air Force. UAB at Tulane. I'm going with Tulane. Indiana at Western Kentucky. This is a big game for Indiana. Indiana loses this game. I think I think they're gonna pack it in. I think Indiana's going reverting right back to the Indiana we know. Being trash, stadium pretty much empty, no one going to the game. So, I think Indiana's got to come out swinging. I think they got to leave everything on the table against Western Kentucky. But I think Western Kentucky gets them. And I think Indiana's season is pretty much done and over with. Troy at UNL Monroe. I'm going to take Troy on the road. Hawaii at New Mexico. I'm going to take Hawaii on the road. New Mexico at UTEP. I'm going to take New Mexico. California at Washington. It's a big game for both programs. I'm going to take the Huskies at home. I think the Huskies has bounced back after that blowout win against Arkansas State. South Florida at BYU. I'm going to take the Cougars to blow out South Florida. South Florida looks like trash. Oregon, I mean, Arizona at Oregon. Oregon lost to Northern Arizona. It can't get any worse for Arizona, but I think it does. I think they win one game this year. If that, they might go 0-12. Freaking Oregon. Wins in a close one against the Wildcats. I think the Wildcats come out swinging, though. Oregon State at USC. I mean, after what USC did to Washington State on the road last week, I mean, USC looks like they found a new quarterback. Um, Oregon State, you know, has had an up-and-down season so far. This is going to be an interesting matchup. Oregon State has bit USC a couple of times in the ass. I don't think they get them this weekend. I think USC blows out Oregon State. And they're they're fighting for their Pac-12 South lives. Colorado, Arizona State. This is a big game for the Sun Devils, man. After coming off that road loss to BYU, I think Arizona State, they have to dominate Colorado. If they lose to Colorado, I think 
Herm Edwards' job is pretty much in jeopardy. I think we could have an issue here. And I think Herm Edwards could be on his way out if we lose to Colorado on Saturday. Because, I mean, these penalties, the way she was playing right now, they look like trash. Complete garbage. But anyway, ladies and gentlemen, that is all the games for week four of the college football season. Let me know what your guys' team, who you guys are picking this week. Hit me up on my Twitter page, at Nightmare K. I'll leave the link in the description below. Let's get to this NFL, man. Hey, man, what can I say about my Cardinals last week? They played a great game against the Minnesota Vikings. On freaking believable week two was awesome. Some great games. Let's recap the week two matchup. Start off Thursday, Giants-Washington. Fantastic game. Uh, Washington... Football team won in the end with a late field goal. Bengals-Bears was a good matchup. We finally got to see Justin Fields. Uh, Texan-Browns was a good matchup. We got to see David Mills from Stanford, the rookie out of uh, Stanford. So we played a pretty good game. You know, good game for the first time being in. Uh, Texas kept it competitive against the Browns, but uh, Baker, Mayf- Baker Mayfield and the Browns took care of business. They are now 1-1. One Rams Colts was a good game. Rams are two and zero. Colts are zero and two. Bills destroyed the Dolphins. Are we surprised? Two was hurt. Patriots beat the crap out of the Patriots. Are we surprised at that either? No, we're not. Um, 49ers Eagles. 49ers took care of business. Jimmy G looks like he's back and has secured the starting job for the Niners. Niners are two and zero. Raiders are two and zero. They beat the Steelers twenty six seventeen. The Steelers offense looks like trash. Big Ben looks old as dirt. He needs to retire. He's fat. He's disgusting. He needs to get the hell out of here. Seriously, this needs to be his last year, and our Steelers need to force his big ass out. Uh, Panthers dominated the Saints. Very impressed by the Panthers. They are now 2-0. Who would have thought that coming in? Who would have thought the Panthers would have been dominant like this? Panthers looking good early in the season. Broncos looking dominant. They won 23-13 over the winless Jags. Vikings are winless. Cardinals took care of business, 34-33 over the Vikings. Cardinals are 2-0. Falcons are got blowed out by the Buccaneers, 48-25. I mean, Brady's 90-0 against the Buck. I mean, against the Falcons. Um, I mean, realistically, I mean, Brady always destroys the Falcons. I mean, is this a no-brainer? I mean, Buccaneers are 2-0. Cowboys are 1-1. Chargers are 1-1. Cowboys beat the Chargers 20-17 on a late field goal. Titans went on the road and beat the Seahawks 33-30. I mean, Derrick Henry was a fucking monster. Almost had 200 yards rushing against the Seahawks defense. I mean, Chiefs-Ravens was a fantastic game. Lamar finally got the monkey off his back and beat the Chiefs and Patrick Mahomes. I mean, Lamar couldn't have started as worst as any quarterback in the league on Monday night. I mean, Sunday night football. I mean, we threw those two interceptions, pick sixes. Yikes. But hey, Lamar Jackson will this team to victory 36-35. The Ravens are 1-1, one and one, Chiefs are 1-1, one and, one, and the Lions 0-2. As we expected, we, they are who we thought they were, a piece of trash team. Uh, Packers took care of business as we thought they were. Packers are 1-1, one one, Lions are 0-2. So let's get to these pickers for week four. I mean week three, excuse me, for the NFL season. Let's get to it. So we got a Thursday night kickoff, Panthers-Texans. I got the Panthers beating the Texans. I think it'll be a good game. 
I think Davis Mills will continue to grow into this Texans offense. Tyler, uh, uh, Tyrod Taylor is uh, injured, so Davis Mills will get the start tonight. Uh, Sam Donald, I expect to throw for at least 288 yards and three touchdowns against the Texans defense. Then we have Washington at Buffalo. I got the Bills beating the Washington football team. Browns, Bears, Justin Fields is getting the start. I think it's going to be a high-scoring game. I think the Bears will steal this on the road to put more pressure on Cleveland. Ravens at Lions. I'm going to take the Ravens to beat the Lions. Uh, Colts at Titans. I got the Titans beating the Colts. I think Carson Wentz is a piece of trash of a starting quarterback. I think he should be a backup. And he has proven that he is not a starter in this league anymore. Chargers at Chiefs. I'm going to take... What the hell just happened? Hold on a second, guys. My computer's acting dumb. Chargers at Chiefs. I'm going to take the... I'm going to take the... I'm going to take the Chargers on the road. I think the Chiefs got exposed on Sunday night. I'm going to take the Chargers on the road. I think Chargers bounce back. I think Chiefs got exposed by the Ravens. Saints at Patriots. This is a big game for Jameis Winston here. But I think... I think the Patriots and Mac Jones get the Saints. I think it's a competitive matchup, but I think the Patriots win that one. I'm going to take the Patriots. Falcons at Giants is a big game for two 0-2 teams. I think the Giants still just won at home. I think the Falcons are going 0-16. I don't think they win a game this year. I think they're going 0-16. I don't think the Falcons are going to win a game. I think they need to cut bait, start over, trade Matt Ryan. I know he's there. I know he has that massive contract, but I think Matt Ryan... Needs to get the hell out of Atlanta uh, to try to win a ring. But I think the Giants get him here. I think Daniel Jones rushes for about 87 yards, maybe 100 yards. I think Saquon Barley may rush for 70. But I think the Giants will win this, even though the offensive line is shit. I think the Giants have enough weapons on offense to get it done in the Meadowlands. I'm going to take the Giants over the Falcons. Bengals at Steelers. The Bengals offensive line is trash. Uh, the Steelers' defense is not as good as it once were. I think this will be a competitive game. And don't be surprised, ladies and gentlemen, if the Bengals get this one. I think I think Big Ben is old. He needs to retire. He's washed up. He's a has-been. I think he's done. I think the Bengals steal this one on the road. They finally beat the Steelers in Pittsburgh. Cardinals at Jaguars. I think the Cardinals will beat the Jag- winless Jaguars. On the on the road, I think it will be a competitive game for a while. I think we will rattle freaking Trevor Lawrence. I think J.J. Watt and Chandler Jones will combine for eight sacks in this game. I think both of both of those guys will get four sacks each on Trevor Lawrence. I think Trevor Lawrence will have five turnovers in this game. I think the Cardinals dominate the Jaguars, and I think I can see Trevor Lawrence being benched. In this game. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. I'm calling for it. Trevor Lawrence will be benched in this game. I think the Cardinals dominate the Jags. Cars. Five turnovers. And I can see Urban Meyer packing his bags and running the hell away from the Jaguars organization once he gets his ass kicked by the Cardinals. Moving on. Jets. Broncos. I'm going to take the freaking Broncos. Blowout win. I think the Jets are terrible. Zach Wilson. Hey, BYU pretty boy. You're going to get your ass kicked by the Broncos. Get ready for a big dose of Von Miller and Bradley Chubb sacking your punk ass from BYU. It's going to be an amazing show to watch Zach Willing get his ass kicked 
by the Broncos. Next matchup, Dolphins-Raiders. I'm going to take Las Vegas Raiders. I think the Raiders, I think John Gruden has finally gotten his team to the way he wants. Not all the way, but I think about 90% of the Raiders, Las Vegas Raiders, are the way he wants them to be. I mean, what can you say about Derek Carr, man? Derek Carr is the most underrated NFL quarterback probably in the, in the last 20 years I've ever seen. The guy gets really no love. People don't like him. People think he sucks. But the guy is just, he passes for a lot of yards, man. He's a great guy, stand-up dude. He does his thing out there in Las Vegas with the Raiders. All the turnover, all the turmoil that he's faced in this organization, this guy continues to will this team. He loves the Raiders. He doesn't want to go anywhere. I think it's time for John Gruden to just accept Derek Carr as his quarterback. Love the guy. Speak up for the guy. Cheer on the guy. And hopefully that the Raiders can get to the playoffs, man. I think the Raiders can make a wild card. I know my boy KBJ don't think so. I don't think my friend Appleberry or T thinks so. But I think the Raiders can make the playoffs this year, man. I think the Raiders will beat the Dolphins. I think the Dolphins have lost all faith in Tua. I mean, we all knew he was injured prone. So, look, man. I think the Raiders go to 3-0. and Buccaneers at Rams, I think will be a great matchup, competitive match. I think it will be high scoring. I think the Buccaneers will pull this one off on the road. I don't trust Matthew Stafford in a big game like this, so I'm going with the Buccaneers. Seattle at, at the Vikings, this is a big game for Pete Carroll, man. And this is a big game for the Vikings. If they lose this game and go to 0-3, I think the ceiling caves in on the Minnesota Vikings season. So I expect the Vikings to come out fighting, swinging. You know, punching, kicking, doing some mission holes on the Seattle's defense. I'm going to take the Vikings in an upset over Seattle. I think Seattle starts falling down the totem pole and gets exposed. So I'm going to take the Minnesota Vikings at home. Packers at 49ers. I think the 49ers will dominate the Packers in another ass kicking. I'm going to take the 49ers at home to go to 3-0. 3-0, I think the Packers fall to 1-2. And then for the Monday night, Capper, Eagles at Cowboys. You know what? This is a big matchup. I think this is a huge matchup for Jalen Hurst. This is a huge matchup for Dak Prescott, Ezekiel Elliott, and the whole Cowboy Nation. I think it's a competitive matchup. I think it's a great matchup. But you know what? This is one of those games where the Cowboys will lose. And I think they will lose. I think the Eagles will go into Cowboys Stadium. Beat the freaking Cowboys, and I think the Eagles go to 2-1. and one. I think the Cowboys fall to 1-2, and two, and I think the freaking ghost of freaking uh, Jerry Jones, I mean, he's not dead, but I think you're going to start hearing chirps and talks about maybe we need to get rid of Mike McCarthy. So don't be surprised on Tuesday, ladies and gentlemen, if you hear rumors about Mike McCarthy might not be in the Cowboys head coach much longer. But I'm taking the Eagles. That's right. Fly, Eagles, fly. I'm going with the Eagles over the Cowboys. All right, ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to talk to you a little bit about Amsterdam. So, as you guys know, I've moved to Amsterdam. Been out here for a little bit now. And I got to tell you guys, Amsterdam's a bit, pretty beautiful town, man. It's nice. The people here are great. Um, I get to work in the city of Albany for my job. Congratulations to me. I did get a job, so I do start Monday at 8 a.m. It's going to be very interesting to... Uh, be working in the mailroom, six weeks of training, so it should be very fun, very interesting. But Amsterdam in itself is a beautiful town, man. Very small. It's only about, it's under 20,000 people live here. Um, it feels great, man. I love the small town vibes. 
Um, I really like it here. Definitely, if you haven't been to Amsterdam, New York, definitely come check it out. It's a beautiful town, like I said. Um, no one really wears a mask out here at all. It's pretty awesome. I mean, you do see signs on the store, on the doors of places, but it's your choice whether you want to wear a mask or not. Uh, nobody's really a big stickler about COVID out here, especially in Amsterdam. Nobody really cares for COVID. Nobody ever wears a mask. I mean, you really hardly see anyone wearing a mask out in Amsterdam, which is freaking awesome. They have a beautiful park not too far where I live at. Um, it's pretty much just across the uh, Hudson River over there. But it's beautiful, man. It's unbelievable. I went out with my uh, wifey yesterday, my soon-to-be wife. Uh, yesterday, we went to Texas Row House in Albany. It was about a 45-minute drive. But it was awesome. It was amazing. It was fun to uh, be at Texas Roadhouse. But as far as Amsterdam go, man, I think it's a great place to raise a family. I know my wife wants to move. My soon-to-be wife, she wants to move to, uh, to the city, to Albany. But I told her, nah, let's get a house here in Amsterdam. It's a beautiful place. I like it here. Very small-town vibes. And... I just love the atmosphere, man. You know, you don't have people screaming at you, yelling at you, saying, put a goddamn mask on, COVID, COVID, take the fucking shot. You don't have people screaming at you like that here. You know, in Phoenix, you know, Arizona, you had, you know, two Arizonas, you had the vaccinated Arizona, I was screaming at you and yelling at you if you didn't have a mask on properly or you didn't have the vaccine shot, people accusing you of spreading COVID, which was completely nonsense. But... I tell you what, man, I'm not recommending that people come out to Amsterdam to live, but I'm telling you, if you like a small town, want to live in probably one of the best places in New York to live, definitely want to pick Amsterdam. It's a very beautiful town, very beautiful place. The people here are very nice to you, uh, very forth helping, but it is what it is, man. I mean, we have a Dunkin' Donuts. I haven't had Dunkin' Donuts in like forever, so... You know, my wife to me took me to Dunkin' Donuts to give me a nice pumpkin spice latte. It was very awesome. You know, Arizona we had, especially in Phoenix, we had Krispy Kremes. I mean, we do have Dunkin' Donuts in Arizona, but nobody really goes to Dunkin' Donuts in Arizona. But it is what it is. But, you know, it's a beautiful town. You know, you got the Walmarts. You know, they don't have bags in Walmarts. You got to bring your own bag, which is completely a culture shock for me. Because being in Phoenix for nine years, you know, in Arizona... You know, we have bags in our stores, you know, plastic bags. But in Walmart, here in Amsterdam, they charge you 10 cents per bag. And it's really crazy and insane. But, hey, man, you know what? It is what it is. You know, it's different. You know, my uh, soon-to-be wife, my fiance, she'll be home here in the next couple hours. We're going out to Five Guys for dinner. You know, so it should be interesting. She's treating me again, so can't say no more. I love her. Can't wait to get married in May 2022. It's going to be fantastic. But ladies and gentlemen, definitely check out Amsterdam, New York. Uh, if you're looking for a maybe a vacation spot or a place to stop in for just a little bit, uh, get some small town vibes, definitely come out to Amsterdam. You can visit Albany or you can go down to New York City. It is what it is. As far as the crypto space goes, I hope, ladies and gentlemen, you guys bought the dip on Tuesday. I, unfortunately, live in New York, so the only wallet I can buy cryptos on is a Gemini wallet, which I downloaded this morning. All my other crypto wallets, they don't have a license in New York because in the state of New York, unless, uh, as far as a crypto exchange or a crypto wallet, you have to buy a license in New York to serve the citizens of New York State. So, 
on my other wallets. I can't buy any crypto on my other wallets, but it's okay because I'm making passive income on one of my wallets. It's called the Cecil wallet because I have all my coins get stake rewards. I still get those rewards even though I can't liquidate those assets, which I'm fine with. Also, as far as my Atomic wallet, they don't serve uh, citizens in the state of New York. So hopefully down the road, they'll get a license in the state of New York so I can buy more Shiba Inu tokens. But for right now, I'm stuck with my 10 million. I'm stuck with my V chain, what I bought before I left with Arizona, before I left Arizona. And I know what you guys are going to say. Why don't you just change your address again? I could, but, and I still, do, I still do have an Arizona driver's license. So I could change it back to Arizona, but eventually I will be changing over to a New York license. So it doesn't make any sense. And I've already changed my address, so it is what it is. And I'm all fine with that. I don't mind getting a Gemini wallet. That'll be like my fifth or sixth wallet I'll have. With my own private keys, and it's all good. Like I said, it is what it is. I'll be fine. I'll start putting money in my stable coins. I can make about 7.5% interest on my stable coins with Gemini wallet, so I'm good there. And as you know, stable coins are just like regular U.S. dollars. I mean, even though the government always talks about them being a security, they're not. They're the backbone of the crypto space. So, guys, ladies, LGBT, again, I hope you guys bought the dip. Do not let these dips scare you guys. I don't let it scare me. I don't care what the Fed does. And, yes, Jerome Powell, our great chairman of our beautiful Federal Reserve here, told us yesterday that they will be tapering very soon. So, get ready for the economic collapse. It is coming. So, we all know Bitcoin may hit 100,000. I'm going to predict right now. I'm still holding on to my prediction that I told you guys. I think it will hit 115. And may, they may push the price up to 100K. You may see one last big push on all these cryptos, Bitcoin, Ethereum, all the altcoins. You're going to see a big surge in them. I'm telling you right now, enjoy it. Enjoy the pump because we are about to get a massive dump. Same thing with stocks. We're about to get a massive dump. Same thing with commodities. We've got to get a massive dump. I'm telling you, do not let these dips scare you. Take 10%, 15 20% of your income. Buy the dips. Buy the dips. Buy the dips. Because I'm telling you, once this market goes back in the green, they start pumping it again, you're going to reap the benefits. The people who don't buy the dip, they will regret it, and they will suffer the consequences. Trust me on that. And shout out to my boy Gator and my boy Julius for hitting me up over the weekend, you know, going down memory lane of showing games that we used to play together, SmackDown versus Raw, SmackDown 2, No Mercy, you know, all that stuff, you know, games on GameCube, FIFA, you know, NBA 2K, NCAA, but hey man, ladies and gentlemen, your boy Nightmare K-Hawk is back, and in October, hopefully, I will place my order for my Xbox Series S. And we will be back gaming. So your boy Nightmare Cal is coming back to gaming either in October or November. But stay tuned, ladies and gentlemen. I will have an Xbox Series S soon. We got a job. We're ready to rock, baby. And we are back. And we are definitely going to be putting our money in stable coins. My favorite stable coin, which is DAI. Guys, check it out. DAI is a great freaking moneymaker. Great stable coin. It's on the Ethereum blockchain. It's backed by the Ethereum network. And as you saw... Ethereum gas fees are starting to go down. They're starting to catch up to where Bitcoin's gas fees are, which is pretty low. So, hey, ladies and gentlemen, about six months to a year, your boy Nightmare Cal will be back on top. Mark my words. 
But my final comments and questions is that, listen, guys, if you're an investor out there, stick with it. We are about to go through some rough pains, but don't let these dips scare you, man. Do not let them scare you. Do not let them scare you out of the market. Yes, you weak pussy motherfuckers that freaking are traders. Get the fuck out of here, man. You guys are punks, man. You guys are real pussies. You guys are punks. But as you guys see, the COVID thing is falling apart, guys. See, now more people are starting to wake up. And, I, and I'm proud of people who are waking up and realizing that this was a scam. Listen, natural herd immunity does work. How do I know that? Because I caught COVID twice and beat it twice. That's how I know. I have natural immunity from COVID without question. I'm asymptomatic, okay? When I tested positive for COVID the first two times, it didn't scare me. I mean, they wanted me to go get the, sh the vaccine, but I said no. Are you kidding me? I'll get some natural teas. I'll strengthen my immune system. Yeah, I was sick for about a day. And that was it. But after that, I beat COVID. I tested again and negative. Because again, natural herd immunity. I have natural antibodies against COVID. So I'm not worried about COVID. Now, for people that want to get the shot, that's totally up to you. But when you're trying to force it down people's throats, that's not how this works, man. That ain't going to work. That ain't going to shoot right with the people. And people will talk about, oh, well, unvaccinated people are causing... No, it's a scam. Because some of us have natural immunity from the virus. It's better to catch the virus and go through the pain of the virus, strengthen up your immune eat some zinc, eat your vitamins, drink your fucking rice milk. They have natural herbal immunity support that supports your immune system to strengthen it. Drink those teas. Drink water. Relax. Sweat it out. Sleep on it. Wake up the next day and you'll be fine. That's it. That's how my body functions. Now, for someone else, your body may not function like that. But hey, for me, that's how my body functions. You know what? But your boy Nightmare K-Hawk is fine. Ready to rock. Ready to roll. You know, my wife has gotten a vaccine shot. She's gotten her two doses. She... Does have no plans of getting a booster shot, even though they've already passed it for the Pfizer booster shot for 65 year olds and up. And the FDA doesn't want to approve a vaccine for, you know, children just yet. They're holding off on that and they're definitely holding off on booster shots for the rest of the population. And the thing is, people are waking up because people are starting to realize that natural immunity. Because remember, at the beginning of COVID, they were talking about we got to get to herd immunity, natural immunity, natural antibodies. They don't even talk about natural immunity anymore. It's all just about the vaccine. Take the COVID shot. Take the COVID shot. Take the COVID. Nah, shut that up your ass. I don't want to take a shot. I would do natural antibodies. Thank you. And I will be good to go, which I am good to go. Now, I'm not saying that every American or every person in the world has to do it. Do you? Do you, homie, if you want to take the shot, take the shot, okay? And whatever happens, happens. I mean, look at Clayton Morris. He caught COVID. He got the J&J &J shot, and he caught COVID. He looked like shit yesterday on YouTube when he was doing the show, but I'm glad he's recovered because I like Clayton Morris. I think he's a great I think he's a great YouTuber, even though his YouTube has gotten striped because of what he had a conversation with about the COVID vaccine. 
You know, our overlords are freaking censoring us, but this is why I do podcasts. I don't get censored on my podcast. But the thing is, is that this is one of the reasons why you guys got to realize you're being played, bro. You're being played. And I'm going to leave you with a video to, to prove my, my theory right. I'm going to leave you with a video in the description. It's on Bitch You. I want you guys to take a look. It's about a seven-minute video. Ladies and gentlemen of the Republic, I'm going to leave you with this question or with this thought. I think all of this has to do with transhumanism. I think they want to turn us into robots. Because think about it. Cyberpunk 2077 didn't come out in the year 2020 for no reason. I think that is a foretelling of our future. That we're going to be part human, part robot. As they are on cyberpunk. Cybernetics. I think we're going to be transhuman in the future. I really truly believe that. But again, I'm going to leave you with this seven minute clip. You guys watch it if you want. LGBT, you watch it. Ladies, you watch it. Kids, you watch it. But I want you guys and American people and people of the Republic who listen to my podcast all over the world to think about this. When you're watching this video, keep an open mind when you watch this video. And I want you to hear what the elites have in store for us in the fourth industrial revolution. It's a seven minute clip. I'm going to put the link in the description below. But I definitely want you guys to watch this clip. But I will holler at y'all next week. And I will see you on the next podcast. Peace.